tra canda sotto la tanda, le poto siete a sotto con da siete si, la raccoro siete, pondo so, hasta ta saca sie, la tondo siete, la sotto ca siete, anda siete cosho. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In the beginning was the word. The word was before any denomination ever. The word was before any government ever. The word was before any man ever. The word, when the world is destroyed, the word will still be there. Open your ears, open your eyes, read the word, devour the word, make it part of you, make that, put that word in you. And when that word is in you, you ask what you will and it shall be given unto you. Amen. Now, if you will turn with me to Isaiah 43, about that word, that word of God, that is true. That was, that was, that was that was a father speaking. Do you realize that the word of God was before your denomination? Do you realize that the word of God was way before any church? Way. Now, do you have the guts to read the word of God? Do you have the guts to believe that the word of God is true? You know what? It says in the word that if you have the guts to believe that the word of God is true and you follow it, God will show you that it is true. It will manifest. Amen. Now. We've got some words I'm going to read that take some guts to read. You will find that if you cannot walk in the Word, you cannot read the Word of God being a wimp. You can't. You can't be wimpy reading the Word of God, folks. But you know what? You start reading it, and God will turn that wimp into strength. It Amen. says he takes the weak and makes Hallelujah. them strong. And I'm an example of that. Isaiah 43, verse 1. But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have redeemed thee. It says, I have called thee by thy name, and thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. And neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Why? Because God redeemed them. God redeemed Jacob. It says, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. And look at these next words. I gave Egypt for thy ransom. Amen. And it says, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, and thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Right there is, the, is one of the definitions of redemption. Did you see that? That last phrase is the definition of redemption. For I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Amen. Redemption. Redemption means to be delivered from. It means to be loosed away from. It means to be liberated by a ransom. Amen. By a ransom. And God is speaking here and he said that he gave Egypt for Jacob. Turn with me to Numbers 3. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God would actually give another human for a human? Amen. Folks, you know, I've heard people say, well, God's not fair. No, he's not. He's God. Amen. All right. 
Numbers 3, verse 11. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, And I, behold, I have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel. Instead of all the firstborn that openeth the matrix among the children of Israel, therefore the Levites shall be mine. He said, Because all the firstborn are mine. Do you hear that? He said, For on the day that I smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I hollowed unto me all the firstborn in Israel. Do you see why God smote all the firstborn in Egypt? Do you see why God killed every firstborn in Egypt, both man and beast? Do you see why he did it? To redeem the firstborn in Israel. Amen. He gave a life for a life. It says, and I behold, I have taken, a, um, I'm sorry, behold, all the firstborn are mine. For on the day that I smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I hollowed unto me, made holy, all the firstborn in Israel, both man and beast. Mine shall they be. I am the Lord. You want to argue with God? Go ahead. Make yourself an Egyptian. All right. Colossians 1. You know, we have a wonderful, wonderful thing. There was the Old Testament, there was the Old Covenant, there is the New. We are under the New. You know what? You have a choice under the New. You can be an Egyptian or you can be a son of Jacob. I choose son of Jacob. All right, Colossians 1, redemption, redemption, a life for a life. God made, God killed every firstborn in Egypt to redeem every firstborn in Israel. Do you see that? Do you see what the strength of a life is? Do you see how important lives are? Do you see how powerful redemption is? You know, those firstborn in Egypt, and then all the army of Egypt was killed in the Red Sea. All of them killed in the Red Sea. You know what? Israel was redeemed. Israel was redeemed, and they walked through the sea on dry land, and God led them into the wilderness, and then their children went into the land, the land promised to Abraham. Do you know, do you know that there was a life given for you? Do you know that there was a life given for you? A life for a life. There was a life given for you. Term, Colossians 1, verse 13 this is, let's go to verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. How can a person be a partaker of the inheritance of God? Of God. It says it in verse 13. Who, Jesus, has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Amen. Son. In whom we have redemption. Redemption. In whom we have redemption. That loosing away, that deliverance by a ransom. And what was that ransom? That ransom was the blood. It says, who in whom we have redemption through his blood, the blood of Jesus, even the forgiveness of sins. Do you realize that there is a life given for you? Do you realize it was initiated by the Father? Do you realize that the Father loved us enough that he sent Jesus to be our ransom, to be our redeemer, to be our life for a life? A life for a life. It says in uh, Corinthians that by death, by one man came death. Do you know when God created Adam, he was never supposed to die. 
He was supposed to live for eternity, but he screwed up. He messed up. He disobeyed the commandment of God, and because of that, all of us died. Because of that, all of us lost our relationship with the Father. And do you know it was going to take a man to get it back? It was going to take a man to get it back, a life for your life so that you could have what Adam had, so that we could go back to what Adam had, and not only that, even better. It was going to take a life. A life. By one man came death. By one man. By one man came the resurrection of, the, of life. And that was Jesus. That was a life for your life. Amen. And he, that life, that redemption, that redemption covered. Oh, that redemption. That blood. That blood that when Jesus was put on the cross. When Jesus was put on the cross for you. When the Father took the sin of you and the world and put it on that body, that body began to break apart. The bones began to dislocate. Jesus began to sink down on the cross. He lost his sight. He couldn't see. His heart melted in the midst of his bowels. He could not, um, but he stayed conscious. And he had your sin and my sin on him. Why? He was our redemption. There was the life for your life. It was put on a tree. There was the life for your life. And you know what that life took? It took your sin. It took your sickness. It took your poverty. It took where the devil haunts you day and night. It took that for you. That life took, it says right here, delivering us from the power of darkness on that cross. Every spirit went on the body of Jesus. Every spirit that can put you in bondage went on the body of Jesus. He took it off, folks, and he took it for you. He took it for you, and he stayed on the cross, and he stayed conscious, and he stayed what he needed to do on the cross. And when he did everything for you, he needed to do. When he did everything to get the job done for you, when it was all done, then he said, it's finished. It's finished. It's finished. And he gave his spirit to the Father. He said, Father, I commend my spirit unto you. And he died. He died. He died. And after he died, a, a, a soldier came up and pierced his side. And that blood, that blood, that blood for you, that blood that was going to satisfy the Father, Amen. that blood of your redemption, that blood of a man for a man, that blood poured out on the cross. Amen. And it went to the ground and you were redeemed. You were redeemed. Jesus died for you. He went to hell for you. He paid the price for you. And in hell, he kept praising the Father because he knew. He knew. At one point he said, Father, you're not going to fail me because if you fail me, everybody dies. Oh, the Psalms, how he cries out, Father, don't let me be ashamed and don't let me fail. I'm crying to you. And the third day, the third day, the Father heard him and he raised Jesus from the dead. And when he raised Jesus from the dead, you were forgiven. You were justified. You were made righteous. You were made prosperous. Every spirit no longer could have power over you. Why? You were redeemed. It was a man's life for you. 
A man died for you. A man was your ransom. A man was your redemption. It was a man's life for you. For you. For you. You know what you have to do? You have to believe it. When you believe it, it becomes yours. When you grab onto it, when you put your faith with it, it becomes yours. And this is what happens. Turn with me to Revelations 5. Amen. There was a life for yours. There was a life for yours. You got problems with sin, there was a life for yours. Are you bound by the devil? There was a life for yours. Are you bound with sickness? There was a life for yours. There was a life for yours. You can't seem to get out of poverty. There was a life given for yours. A life. And you know what? Let's look at one more thing. I want you to look at 1 Peter. I want you to see what this life is that was given for yours. Thank God. 1 Peter, verse 18. For as much as you know, you weren't redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from the vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. But you were redeemed, a life for a life. You were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. That's the life that was given for you, a life without blemish and a life without spot. A perfect life was given for your life, a perfect life that walked in the gospel, that never sinned, that overcame every temptation. That was the life that was given for your life. Why? So you could be just like that life. Turn with me to Revelations 5. I'm going to begin in verse 1. I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof? And we're going to skip down to verse 9. And they, uh, verse 8. And when it was taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, the life that was given for us, fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which were prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and has redeemed us, has redeemed us, his life for our life. And that word is purchased us. Purchased us for what? Purchased us to God, to God. We were purchased to God. We weren't left fatherless, folks. We were purchased to God, by the by his blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us under our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. That was the life given for your life to make you not only forgiven and justified, but a king and a priest on the earth. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, 
Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.